I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> you're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Uh, well, right now we've got a window open. That's something that's different. Yeah, the ambience would be nice. It's crickets. Well, cricket's the name. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, I'll close it. No, you got, I mean, if you want to leave it open, I don't give a fuck. One way or the other. I'm sure it, found, I'm sure it sounds good, right? Probably. Maybe. It can't sound bad. Just some yeah. crickets. Probably isn't getting picked up that, that much. They're directional mics. Yeah, but it's aimed that way. No, nah, you're just aimed away from the window. How about now? Oh, shit. You hear them crickets? <laughs> maybe. Well, oh. we're, we're going to listen back to this and we're only going to hear outdoors. Neither See, of us. You know what? This will be great, though, because when we have a sullen silence, the crickets actually fill it in perfectly. If anyone makes a joke that neither of us laugh at, yeah, perfect. Set. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, all. Welcome to Late to the Show podcast, you bastards. This is John and Jake. Yep. And, uh, I'm John. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're doing the movie that I forgot to watch two weeks ago. Yes. Snow Peepee. We did have a, we, you know, if you missed it, we did have a podcast last week. I just didn't post about it on social at all. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I didn't have service for most of that trip, so... Oh, lucky. Um, <laughs> I couldn't scold you for it. Well, I didn't know what the fuck to put for it. Like, what, what was I supposed to put on Instagram? Um, Just take pictures. The crying from, emoji. Just take pictures from your Facebook. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, last week's podcast... And, and probably crop Kate out, because I know she didn't want, like, her any of her social stuff... Put oh, out there, she so. doesn't care for faces there. She just oh, right. didn't want like people to follow her on her Facebook page, oh, even though okay. no strangers are listening to us. Well, no, nobody follows people's Facebook pages. I don't think. It's Not anymore. Just Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've always wondered that. Like, I listen to old podcasts sometimes, and a celebrity will plug their Facebook. I'm like, what celebrity like just uses Runs their, their Facebook, own page Facebook page yeah. as like a professional thing? None. <laughs> None of them. Well, anyway. We're back, yes. and last week's episode was a bit of a... Uh, Departure. Yeah. I was going to say cop-out, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that too. <laughs> it worked. So this week we're doing the episode that should have been the Snowpiercer episode. I totally forgot to set up the IMDB and stuff. Let me do that real quick. Sorry, right. we are way out of practice right now, folks, so... Uh, There's IMDB, all right, so far so I almost good. typed an IMDB to the search bar. <laughs> nice. Uh, like an old snow... person. PP. Snowpiercer is one word. Not anymore. Oh, it is when you click on it, though. Well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, look at Edgar. You should, uh, I was going to say, yeah, you should uh, maximize this screen. Oh, yeah, I will. I'm tired of looking at the Ralph Bakshi stuff. Uh, by the way, if anyone wants a good YouTube channel, go to Animation. Sorry, Animation. This guy does a bunch of video essays on uh, animation and shit. Really good, really high quality. Also, go to Men of the West if you're into Lord of the Rings shit. That's pretty cool. Very high quality also. Uh, that's a Lord of the Rings lore YouTube channel. 
I am a dork. Yeah. Uh, what was I doing here? Snow wiener. I almost actually wrote snow wiener. Yeah, look at you something else entirely. Alright, well, hold on. Let's... Let's find out. Snow wiener. See? Did I spell it right? Images for snow wiener. Ah, there we go. Yeah, lots of wiener dogs. <laughs> oh. And penis. Yeah, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> uh, oh, that's just regular stuff. Okay. Oh. How about that one, huh? Yeah, that's... That's something. <laughs> okay, that's Snow Wiener. Uh, guys, Google Snow Wiener, and if you get bored, Google Snow Wiener Triple X. Uh, all right, Snowpiercer. <laughs> Anyways, the the shit we're talking about today. Snowpiercer. Uh, Jake, had you seen Snowpiercer before this? Have you watched Snowpiercer yet? No. Let's start there. Should I have? Probably. Oh. But so you haven't seen it. Let's tell people what it's about. Um. Without looking at the page. <laughs> Okay. Well, I have seen it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Snowpiercer is about Captain America, yep. who gets lost in Russia, mm -hmm. and he's on a train, and it's the Burt Kreischer story of robbing a train with the Russian mafia. Oh, see, I was going to say, remember that scene in Captain America: The First Avenger where they're on a train? Oh, yeah. It's just that for two hours. And Bucky dies. Yeah. yeah. Actually, not a bad assessment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Chris Evans knows a whole lot about trains. He does. He They're works his, with trains a lot. His bread and butter. Yes. Oh, no, that was Jake Gyllenhaal in Source Code. Did you see that movie? No. It was weird. Yeah. I didn't see the whole thing, but it was yeah, weird. I didn't, I didn't watch it at all. But anyway, um, uh, the director, can you, do you remember his name? No. Is uh, Bong Joon-ho. I knew it was a Korean guy. That I didn't oh, know. Oh, that's Korean? Yeah. Oh. It's a Korean film. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Technically, it's a Korean film. Like, it was, like, Korean, like, a Korean company worked on it. The director's Korean. He just like, got... It's technically a Korean film. But, I mean, you get a whole eclectic group of people. You know, I mean, you got Chris Evans. You got, um... Shit, if I'm not mis... I'm gonna double check before I say... The guy from Hellboy? Yeah, it's got the guy from Hellboy. And all It's got a lot of, like, American and British actors in it. A lot of English-speaking actors. Yes. Um, two people who played in Fantastic Four movies are in here. Really? Anyway, yeah. Jamie Bell was uh, the thing in uh, Fantastic. Oh, okay. I almost said who was the other Fantastic Four actor, but then I remembered. It's Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. It's also been two weeks since I've seen this movie, so I don't remember anybody's name. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I might say Asian guy a couple times because I don't remember his name. I think from what I was just looking at, his name is like uh, Nam Sung. Oh, yeah, like... Nam, because they called him Nam or Nam. Yeah. yeah. Is he Vietnamese? <laughs> no, I'm sure he's Korean, right? I'm assuming if it's a Korean movie. It does not say on his IMDb pro uh, profile. So It doesn't say like Korean actor? But No, it doesn't. It just says... What? He's or never professionally trained as an actor. Oh, John Hurt. That's the name of the old guy. Yeah. Oh, that was Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, that guy was also uh, the guy who plays Nam was in uh, The Host, which is a Korean horror movie. I mean, 
It's one word, man. Who gives a fuck? Besides, you already pulled it up on Google. Why did you Google it again? Because I didn't want to ruin that page. All right. Okay. All right, dick. He's a South Korean actor. Yeah. Dick. Snow dick. You snow wiener, you. (laughs) But, uh... yeah, he's Korean. Yeah. So, like, his other... Kind of one of his other more famous ones is The Host, which is a Korean horror movie, if I'm not mistaken. You want to know where he was born? Where? Garrick Dong. <laughs> All right. He looks like a nice guy. Okay. Anywho, um, so yeah, Korean film. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot what the fuck we were talking about. So, what's this movie actually about, Jake? Oh, okay. Um, it's a very much a climb to the top film, as uh, the tale of this. Oh, okay. Um, so America gets really hot, or the world gets really hot. <laughs> Just America. <laughs> Just <We're-> America. <laughs> You know, the world. <laughs> um, tales of a white guy, people. <laughs> uh, no, so the world gets really hot, global warming. They figure out a way to ice the planet. They ice it a little too much. Now it's all icy and snowy. And um, so basically the last of uh, humanity is on this train that's constantly moving. And it's powered by this, like, special engine. Yeah. Um, so, and it travels all the way around the world. Correct, and it has to keep moving, otherwise it'll fucking freeze solid and everyone will die. Now, uh, it's been uh, divided into classes by train car, for the most part. And um, so there's the top tier people who are up at the front of the train. It's all really nice. They get steak dinners. They get anything they fucking want. Sushi. Sushi, yes. Pretty stupid that they have sushi, but yeah. Um, (laughs) Jake, like, there's a lot on that train that's fantastical, so... (laughs) I don't know if you watched the same movie I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, but, um... Uh, and then the back of the train is pretty Tail shitty. Tail section, yes. As it is constantly referred to. Yeah, so that's where uh, Chris Evans and most people... Not most people. The main characters. The, the, the characters we're following, they're all in the... The protagonists. Yes. They're all in the back of the train. Uh, and um, they get treated horribly. They get shit for food. If... Well, no, protein blo- like protein blocks. Yeah, and they look like a uh, gelatin. Yeah, they're dark reddish brown. Yeah, they look pretty Something tasty. Like mm. I wonder if it, it just needs some salt. And from what I understand, like let me, I'll find the IMDb trivia as to what it was actually made from. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then it's them trying to get to the front of the train. They want to take the train for themselves because they're tired of being treated like shit, like the vermin, like animals. And, uh, yeah, that's basically what the movie's about. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, you know what? I, I give it probably a 6 out of 10. Because I really like the idea of the movie. I don't mm-hmm. know if I personally like the way it was done. I don't know if it was... Just... It's a weird movie. Yeah. You it's know what like, I... Th- it's probably weirder than you were expecting it to be going in. Yeah, it was a little bit. Like, there was stuff that it did where I was like, oh... Because I had been told what the movie was about before. like mm. I had a general idea of what to expect out of this movie. But you know what it would have been better as? Hmm. A graphic novel. It was, originally. Oh, it was a graphic novel? Yes. It oh. was, this is, Snowpiercer is based on a graphic novel. I thought it was just based on a book. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, the protein blocks were made by combining seaweed, tangle, whatever that is, sugar, and gelatin. Uh, Jamie, Bell, Jamie Bell hated it, while Tilda Swinton liked it. Hmm. 
But uh, that doesn't surprise me that Tilda Swinton. Oh, Jamie like Bell. Him. He's Edgar, huh? Yeah, he's Edgar. Okay. Okay. But, um, see, I really love this movie. I, this is probably oh, really my love third, or, third or fourth time watching this one. Really? Oh, I okay. really, really like Snowpiercer. <laughs> and to me, this is the closest we're ever going to get to a Bioshock movie. Oh. Have you played Bioshock? No, I haven't okay. played any of them. I played the beginning of one. Yeah. like, But only for like 30, 45 minutes. Again, like this has a very Bioshocky feel to me. Okay. Uh, so I like so, yeah. I think this is kind of the closest we're going to get to that. Like it does kind of have that like a little bit of um, uh, pro- like propaganda vibe to it, mm. which is what Bioshock is a lot about, right? Somewhat. And, and uh, so, do, does everyone live in that tower? That's out in the middle of the ocean, basically? No, no, no. The, in the city underneath the tower? Oh, there's a city underneath the tower. You said you played for 30 to 40 minutes. I don't remember it. It was a few years that, ago. That's the first 30 seconds of the game is I getting the rapture. I don't remember it. Yeah, there's a whole I city I do now underwater. that you said that. I forgot. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> Anyways. It didn't catch me. I didn't care to remember it. I got other shit that needs to fit in this brain. Yeah. That's fair. At some point, I'll play, probably play all. I'll want it to you. I've got I've got the Bioshock collection. It's got all three games on it on PS4. Yeah, hmm. uh, I have to beat uh, Bioshock Infinite though. I'm playing through that again, as well as God of War. Plus, Borderlands Three is coming out soon, and they're <laughs> going to be playing through that. Um, I haven't played video games in a long fucking time. Oh, that sucks. I haven't even talked to Noah in months. It's probably been one month, but still, it's been a while. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Snowpiercer. Yeah, I just I really love this movie. I just I like the aesthetic of it. I like the weirdness of it. Okay, let's talk about because it did feel like very stylized, and that's why I, like I felt like it was it felt like a movie adapted from a comic book. Mm. It kind of gave me like a little bit of a Watchmen vibe. Okay, but then at the same time they did stuff that almost felt like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Johnny Depp movie. Like what? Like uh, the kids in the classroom, that kind of okay. stuff, where it does like close ups and they scream every answer. Yeah, I got that. Like that kind of gave me that vibe a little bit. Um, so like a little Tim Burtony almost, I guess. Yeah, but I mean that was also specifically just that one part. No, no, no. Uh, beyond well, I, that, for yeah, me, I well, had no, the vibe I'm of just... the movie feeling a little Tim Burtony kind of. Really? Because that was like I could see for that scene, but the rest of it, I did not feel Burtony to me at all. Maybe just the tone is what I'm thinking. Then, see, to me, and, and probably the same for you, the actual really weirdest part, like the weirdness of the movie, really kind of kicks in when they get to the guys in the ski masks and the torch fight, when the where they go through the cave. Oh, you thought that was black. weird? Yeah, because why do they all have the ski masks on, covering everything but their mouths? Why do they cut the fish and pass that back throughout the rest of the train to show that the knives worked and they weren't like the guns that didn't work? I guess, but to give them fish aids, <laughs> like that was my thought. Is like, is it supposed to like be an infection? Like, why are these guys dressed this way? Like, I assume they were dressed that way to keep their eyes used to the dark or something. I've watched this movie several times, and that's like that makes sense. But then, <laughs> but then they, again, they, they had the night vision they, goggles. Yeah, they threw night vision goggles on only for one eye, though. Well, I mean, a lot of like you ever like in a lot of like things, it's like. It goes over both eyes. I know, but some of them only had the one. That's right. It's been two weeks since I've watched this movie, all right? (laughs) I was ready to go last time we recorded. (laughs) Because I'd watched it like two days prior at that point. But then, like, uh, you know, they have this big fight. And then they're like, the people from the front end, uh, the front of the train, like, they call. It's like, hey, we have to stop for a second. 
and they all start chanting like our heroes stop fighting the their opponents stop fighting and they start like chant like counting down and then you find out like as they go start going over the bridge that's the one that's with the new year mm-hmm. on the train like that was kind of like it's like what the, but like it's kind of weird how like that sort of thing still matters to them even in the middle of this giant bloody melee well i don't i think it was vietnam where they had christmas break I mean, they did that a lot in wars. Like, there's the very famous Christmas truce in World War One, where Maybe they that's what I'm thinking of. stopped. Far- I mean, they did stuff like that in Vietnam too. Yeah, but I don't but know like, why Vietnam would give a fuck. <laughs> no, I don't think they're Christian, are they? Vietnamese people? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the majority religion of Vietnam. Hmm. Well, I don't either. Hon- but- well, honestly, the we were fighting the Viet Cong. They were, and usually communism doesn't have. Like, usually they're more atheistic. Oh, okay. Um, but. Regardless, um, the community is the religion. <laughs> I mean, it's Karl Marx who said uh, religion's the opiate of the masses. So, oh, that's neat. So, um, but uh, yeah, so that, that's like the beginning of the weirdness, and it just kind of gets weirder as they continue to progress down the train. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say like the way the movie started, it just had it almost had like kind of a noiry vibe to it mm-hmm. but then when they start getting into the nicer parts of the train i th- it does start to feel weird but yeah. i mean it's kind of supposed to i think because they're out of their element that's true so i don't know how much of this is played to like the psychology of the movie or if it's just the way it was done and it just happens to be that way yeah <laughs> i mean you always i mean you get that a lot in kind of some dystopic things like the people on top kind of live life weirder mm-hmm. like you look at like the hunger games like yeah. especially at least in the books it was kind of hint, touched on in the movies but like in the book where it's like you know fashion comes and go like in an instant in like the in the capital and like the way everybody dresses and the way everybody thinks in the capital is so completely foreign and alien to everybody else like who lives there not, so, or does not live there or, well it lives in the country right 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 the other districts exactly so it's like so that's kind of more the vibe I got from this too. Mm. It was like they had was it Easter egg or New Year's eggs coming through? Oh yeah, yeah. for some reason. And then like, I thought the chicken was extinct. Actually, there's lots of things that people think are extinct that aren't, like these. Yeah, and then Sax or Saez, Saez, Saz, Zaz, Zaz. Thank you. Not him. That wasn't him. No. They who found the fuck some, was it? I don't know, but the guy who plays Zaz. From, you're talking from the show Gotham, right? No, from uh, Batman Begins. He appears oh. in court for a split second. I definitely don't think it was that guy. But let me I'm looking him up. He was Caliban in X-Men Apocalypse. His name in the movie is Egghead. Yeah, I know. Wait, Caliban was in Apocalypse also? That's neat. Yeah, no, that was not the guy who plays Zaz in uh, Batman Begins. Oh. But, uh... What, how do you spell Zaz? Z-S-A... Should get you most of the way there. S-Z. Batman Begins, okay. That knew exactly what I wanted. That's Victor... Oh, no. Well, that's the guy, well, that's the guy from <laughs> Gotham. That's the guy from Gotham? Yes, who's also in uh, Barry. The TV show Barry. Oh. Anthony Kerrigan. 
Gotham, Tim Booth, Batman Begins, Christmas Cena, Birds of Prey. Who's this guy? Oh, yeah, he doesn't look anything like that. No. Weird. I guess I was thinking of Gotham. Because he looks like the guy from Gotham. Yeah, I guess I was thinking of the guy from Gotham. Yeah, he really does look like him. Huh, weird. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Zaz from Gotham. Uh, or I think his character is NoHo Hank in uh, North Hollywood Hank from uh, the show Barry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've only seen uh, like one episode of Barry. I wanted to watch the whole thing. I just haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I've watched the tail, like, because I watched last week tonight, and I've watched the tail ends of most a lot of episodes <laughs> and been like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, but Is uh, that getting a second season? Second season's done. It's is going it out? into season three. Oh, is it? Yeah, season th- two wrapped up earlier this year. Oh, dope. So, yeah, it's a popular show. People like Barry. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, Stephen Root, I liked him in that. The, yeah. the episode I seen, he doesn't like play like a typical Stephen Root character. Hmm. Like a uh, fucking, um, wow, this is a shit show. D- uh, is it, it's not Dale. King of the Hill, what's yeah. his name in that? Yeah, Dale. It's Dale? Yeah. No. What's the skinny guy's name? Shit, no, the skinny guy's Dale. Yeah. The f- Ned? King of the Hill. <laughs> this podcast is mostly Google searches. Bill. Bill. Bill Dautrieff. Dautrieff, that's right. Dautrieff. Okay. Yeah, we're, uh, we're a little bit out of practice. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh... See, that's also one of my favorite moments in the movie, too, is when, like, he, like, figures out that the the bullets are extinct, or so they think, uh-huh. at the beginning, when he, like, rushes forward and puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger. Right. And, like, it just <laughs> clicks instead. Like, I fucking love that moment. Yeah, that that is a really cool part. Like I said, I really like the stuff that happens in the back of the train. It starts, it just starts to get weird to me. Yeah. And I start to, but, like, weird, like, not, like, I get why this is weird. And I might get why it's weird. It just didn't appeal to me so much. Yeah. Like, I I, I'm interested in seeing the comic book, though, and seeing, like, the frames of it that, like, I think, I don't made think this in is, the movie, you know? I don't think this was, like, a perfect adaptation. I think this was more of a loose adaptation. Okay. But still was an adaptation. And they're also doing a TV series now of Snow Snowpiercer? Yep. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. It's got uh, David Diggs in it. Who? He originated the role of uh, Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in uh, Hamilton. Yeah, it's not for me. Well, Sorry. then I... Yeah. I saw Jersey Boys, by the way. Nice, I have. How was it? It was good. That's good. I think you'd probably like it. I saw Ready or Not this weekend. Yeah, how was yeah. that? It was fun. It was a fun movie. <laughs> Jersey Boys, not the movie, the play. Which, I th- isn't that what the movie's based on? It might be, but it's not. the movie's not a musical, really. No. I don't think it is. I, I, I've seen part of it. It didn't seem very musical. Couldn't tell you. Other than the fact that it's about music. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Sorry. But. Um, oh, I, I'll also say the uh, editing really stood out to me in this movie. Like, they wouldn't, like. It seems like a lot of movies, like, will sometimes focus on the little things a character does. Okay. To kind of get the minutia of, like, what they do. But I noticed this kind of... This movie cut around that a little bit. Such as? Like, uh... 
the guy at the end, he tosses him the cigarette. And instead of like Chris Evans dramatically reaching it out, pulling out the cigarette, starting it up, it just cut to him lighting the cigarette. It didn't show him reaching over and picking it up off the grate or anything. No. So like, I don't know. Like there's stuff like that where it just like a person will see an opportunity and then it just cuts to the middle of the action happening. Yeah. So it doesn't like kind of walk through all the steps, which is a cool way to do things, but it seemed a little choppy to me. Mm-hmm. But I get the idea of doing that because it's they're frantic. constantly rushing. It's yeah. frantic. They're trying to get to doing what they need to do. So it made sense for the movie, but it's not my favorite way to watch a movie, I would say. I gotcha. So this isn't necessarily one that you would watch again? Uh, Probably not. Unless I was with someone who really, really liked it and wanted to watch it. Be like, yeah, whatever. Let's watch it. That's fair. It wouldn't be one I'd watch by myself for the heck of it. Yeah, I gotcha. See, the one thing that stood out to me the first time I watched it, when you get to the very end of the movie, Mm. is they're sitting outside because they can't get through the door to get to Wilson. Yeah. And he's telling the story. Wilford. 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 Wilson, the neighbor from Home Improvement. I was thinking Wilson (laughs) from uh, Castaway. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) They open the door, there's just a volleyball sitting in there the fuck anyways um when they're sitting out there waiting to talk to wilfred or because they can't get to wilfred now mm-hmm. or so they think um and uh um he's telling the story about like how when they got on they weren't given food or anything mm-hmm. and they i, I really like that part people and like his whole story and like how like uh the guy cut his own arm off to like feed them so they wouldn't eat the baby and the baby was Edgar and and uh, Chris Evans' character is the one who killed Edgar's mom to try and get to Edgar when he was a baby and all that stuff. Um, but that kind of put in perspective to me. It's like, I get, you know, like that's, that's awful and then they started rolling out the protein blocks and they stopped eating each other mm-hmm. in the tail end. But when they found out what the protein blocks were made of, I get being disgusted by it. But at the same time, you're not eating babies anymore. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's gross. Bugs. It's gross. It's bugs. But they're not like, here's a bowl of bugs for you. Right. They like, here's something where you, out of sight, out of mind, and it's going to give you the energy. They've at least me. processed it. Yes. <laughs> like I thought that too. I was like, why was he so grossed out by bugs then? He yeah. like covered his mouth like. <gasps> like it would have been one thing if we didn't then find out later he'd been eating babies. But, and that he knew babies tasted best, yeah. as he said. Um, I like that monologue. Oh, yeah. It's a great bit. Yeah. And then... But you know what was weird? Like, mm-hmm. they kind of uh, harped on the importance that uh, um, Chris uh, Curtis, Chris Evans' character Curtis, yeah. he hadn't sacrificed his own arm or anything like that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I could lead these people with both arms. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, he was like saying, I tried to cut off my arm. I tried, but I couldn't. And then in the end, it's like, ah, he finally lost an arm. Yes. It's like, okay. I mean, I I, I get what it means, the gesture of it. Yeah. But it seemed weird that they just kept harping on the fact that he has two arms. It's like, yeah, but like most of the people did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the only guys who didn't that we saw was fucking Old Man River and Johnny Afro. Yeah, well, and then uh, a couple of the people who, like, came out with, uh, 
can't remember his name, but uh, John Hurt's character. Mm. Like a couple of the people who came out with him the first time, they were also missing limbs. Oh, were they? Yep. Okay. Um, of course, that was definitely. I I don't know if you saw it coming or not when it turned out Wilfred and him communicated. Um. No, I didn't really see that. Or coming. at least communicated in that they were working, they were on the same page, and that the like the revolution and everything. Of the train. Were, yeah. Um, I didn't see that coming. What I thought was going to happen was it was going to be revealed to the audience that the people in the back of the train were in the back for like a reason because like they're actually horrible people. Like it was more of a prison break movie as opposed to people from the bottom trying to achieve what the top has. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been kind of a cool spin. That would have been movie. an interesting. Where it's like all the people in the front are just like the good citizens that are just trying to live their lives. And the people in the back really are fucking assholes who are just trying to spoil it for them. Yeah. That would have been an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. But I think to have pulled that off, they wouldn't have given you like... Uh... Characters like Tilda Swinton's character. Not, no, no, shit, what's her name? The black woman, what's her name? Oh, uh, Octavia Spencer. Thank you. Um, like her character and her looking for her son, and like all of that. Like I mean, bad for, people would still want their kid. No, no, but I'm thinking more like her kid wouldn't have been taken from her in the prison car. Well, see, it, he could have been because they realize that they can turn a child's life around before it becomes a shitty adult, and then it's not revealed to us that they were trying to like, you know, make the kid grow up to be a better person. It just looks like they've stolen her kid away from her. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I like my idea better. <laughs> yeah. I just, it, it so I guess the movie was kind twist. of a letdown in that way because I started thinking like that'd be kind of a cool way for this movie to play out. I started thinking that in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Because it's really easy to make the bottom look like the good guys. But maybe they're there for a reason. Other than, I mean, the movie had a reason for them to be there. Yeah. But... They could have all just been medium level. It didn't have to be extreme highs to extreme lows. Because they said the Sahara Desert's apparently scorching on Earth. At one point. They said this, like, the whole, the freezing cold tundra or the scorching Sahara Desert. I don't remember when they said that. I don't remember when they said it either. It was, like, part of the announcements, I believe. I think it was... No, oh, no, no, no. What that was was when they were explaining the uh, original, like, idea for the train... To the class, mm. like it was designed to handle any temperature. Oh, oh, I see. So I that's see. why it still functions in the cold. But it would also function in the heat. Okay, yes. I get it. Oh, okay. I assumed like maybe like the planet's completely polar, <laughs> like it's extremely fucking frozen on one half and extremely fucking hot on the other. Oh, no, it's like maybe it... the planet just got stuck still, <laughs> so the sun is just <laughs> cooking one <laughs> half of it. Yeah, no, that's not what that was. Hmm. I mean, like, I wonder what happened to volcanoes, though. Everything froze. Even the lava. Everything froze. The core of the planet Including frozen, that John. polar bear that they saw at the end. Yeah, it's an ice frozen. sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> it's a living ice sculpture. Um, now, I read that, like, the reason there's the polar bear is to show, like, obviously that life can live outside of the train or that it's starting to cool back down. Right. Or warm, or warm back, back up, up, I guess. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> wrong direction, wrong direction. Um, but yeah, I've seen a lot of people be like, but why a polar bear? 
because it might just attack them and eat them. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, oh. I mean, but they're going to die. <laughs> but uh, polar bears aren't friendly. They eat literally anything they can find. Yeah. Because, and especially that fucking one would. Yeah, because there wasn't fucking anything else anywhere. Right. There's barely life on this fucking planet. Bear. Uh, I see what you did there. Didn't see any bears in Alaska, by the way. I was in Alaska, everyone, for a week. Yeah, how was that? It was good. Were you like, wow, this reminds me of that movie I haven't watched yet? No, because I hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. We did go up into uh, an area where there was tons of glaciers around. It's called Glacier Bay. Mm-hmm. So you look left, you look right. There's some ice. There's some more ice. Nice. Lots of glaciers. Were they all melting? Actually, some of them were. Like, yeah. there was one we saw, they said, it won't be here in three years. So, take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Anyways, uh, let's, I mean, of course, this movie's also about, like, you know, totally fucking up the environment anyways. Because In of, the reverse way. Yeah. And so, other. everyone, fucking, uh, just throw away your plastic. Don't recycle it. Because <laughs> who gives a shit? We're all going to be frozen if you don't. We're either all going to freeze to death or burn to death. And you know what? Neither one sounds great. You know what I want to talk about? The rise of the coal industry, John. Let's get coal back on the market, huh? No. Okay. Let's not do that, actually. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know what's kind of weird, though, also? What? Like, no one in the back... Like, none of these people mm-hmm. on the train work. Yeah. Like, there's the teacher and the guys who are trimming the plants. But other than that, you don't see anyone working. Like, the, you'd think the people in the back of the... And there's guards, obviously. But, like, you'd think the people in the back of the train would be, like, labor camp. But they just, like, walking around. Just, they're basically, like, dogs in a kennel. Yeah. They're just kept there to do what, exactly? Fucking nothing. Uh, provide people, basically. Like, as as Wilfridge says at the end... Yeah, when, just to it's like, give them kids to power... Were they powering the engine? So, from what I can understand, either they were, like... Basically, like, moving parts disappeared, so they fucking stuff children in there to be the moving parts now or like the kids could get in there to fucking work or something uh-huh. i'm not exactly sure which um uh, but that one kid definitely like hopped into the engine just disappeared on in for some reason yeah not the one that he saves the one who like climbs in and no then it yeah it back up. i was really wondering and he's like sitting in a seat in front of a control panel so yeah. what the fuck is he doing in there i don't know i don't know maybe it's like set up for a sequel where like that kid also lives too and but the other two don't know about it, Timmy I, and Asian chick. I don't think it's it's setting up for any sequels. <laughs> I think that movie told the story it wanted to tell. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Like that part was really weird because yeah. they don't explain what he's doing. Fucking Wilford's like, yeah, I just need kids. It's what we do now. But he was a surprise that he crawled out of the fucking bookcase and then walked up into his engine and sat in it and just. Went back in. He's like, uh, fucking Chris Evans is yelling, "Hey, I know you!" And he's like, "Don't be so melodramatic." I was like, "What?" That's why I think this is a great comic book concept, and I'm glad it was a fucking comic book in the first place because this movie needs some fucking action description. Maybe the show will fill stuff in for you. <laughs> huh. Did you know Tilda Swinton's character was originally uh, written for John C. Riley? <laughs> I could see that. And then uh, Tilda Swinton got it, and then uh, that's, but like they didn't really change much dialogue when referring to her character. Uh huh. So, like, that's why at one point somebody calls her Sir. Oh. Things like that. I just thought that was like, like, I noticed that because I was like, 
she's not a sir, but maybe I was, it's just the way they do it on the train. Yeah. Uh, Mason, that was her name. Oh, yeah. This is Allison Pill. I think I've mentioned her on the podcast before. Yeah, she was the teacher. Yeah, she looks like Kristen Bell mixed with Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. So I was talking uh, at work about this because just looking at the names, like if I look at them, I can tell them apart. But uh, Brie Larson, um, Allison Brie, and Allison Pill, if I just see a name, like it's like, oh, this person's in a movie, I get them all three of them mixed up. <laughs> Have you seen Glow? I have not. I've heard it's really good, but I've yeah, not. I've watched a lot of the first season. It is good. Because that's Allison Brie in that one. Correct. And Brie Larson is Captain uh, Marvel. Captain and, America, yes. And Allison Pill is the one from uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World as the drummer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot she was in that, too. Yeah. I like her. Whose name I don't remember either in that movie. Yeah, the ginger drummer. Yep. <laughs> um... She's 33 years old. She's old as hell. No, she's not. No, but... <laughs> um, oh, Chris Evans was in Scott Pilgrim also. Let's talk about that. Sure. Yeah, he was. That was a good fucking movie. I've only seen that twice. Yeah. I've seen that probably three or four times as well. Yeah. That's one of your favorites, isn't it? It's up there. Okay. I really like it, but... Hmm. I should rewatch it. It's always weird, because, you know... I. It, it, I am a huge MCU fan, mm-hmm. as 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 you know. Um, Captain America is my favorite of the at least the from the Infinity Saga. You know, going forward, um, I'm curious to see if they put uh, spoiler alerts for Endgame. Uh, if Sam Wilson will be in the movies as Captain America at all, or if he's oh, if now gonna... just relegated to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show. Oh. You think you're wondering if they'll come out with Captain America: Wings of Justice? Something like that. I don't know. I don't make titles for Marvel, but probably something like that. Actually, exactly that. I mean, we're getting Thor: Love and Thunder, so you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of like that name. No, I'm not saying Wings of Justice is a bad name. Yeah, well, Wings of Justice is a very like on the nose name. Yeah, but also Love and Thunder is a little more fun. Love and Thunder is a more fun name so is uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness is a little bit more fun but to be fair captain america movies have never necessarily been about being fun in their titles yeah i guess you get winter soldier which is i mean an admittedly first cool. avenger don't forget that first avenger winter soldier civil war they're kind of on the nose yeah i guess what's this one about the guy who's the first avenger what's this one about guy who's the winter soldier what's this one about a fight between all the avengers <laughs> a civil war if you will <laughs> So, you know, Wings of Justice works for him. Yeah, all right. We'll see if... I, I'm kind of hoping they do Calling make a movie Calling it now. Captain America Wings of Justice is the first standalone Sam Wilson uh, as Captain America. And if I do call it, John, what are you going to give me? I don't know. You do no. 10 push-ups if I call it. No, I'm not doing that You do 10 again. push-ups on the podcast. No, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, you're doing that again. <laughs> no, I, I want to hear you breathe heavy for five minutes afterwards. <laughs> I'm so out of shape. <laughs> Fucking. But I am looking forward to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Can I just say Winter Soldier is like one of my favorite like just names for like a character. The like Winter I, Soldier? The Winter Soldier. I'm like, that's such a fucking cool name. <laughs> uh, I mean, why the winter part? I don't know. Just like something about those two words. Together. It's evocative. Like, hmm. I mean... And it definitely comes through with the character, like he's, you know, he, and he's maybe it's ice because, cold. Well, that, 
and like and maybe it's because it's Russian Cold War, like just all that stuff. It's a very evocative name for a character. Yeah, it so. sounds like a good name for like Metal Gear Solid. It's too it's it's uh, it's too many words for a Metal Gear. Well, not too many words, but like I'm, I'm thinking because I only played through MGS three. Uh-huh. You get the end, the pain, the sorrow, the boss. It's like every it's the noun mm. of some sort. Um, and then Revolver Ocelot shows up. Um, <laughs> See, Revolver Ocelot, they can have Winter Soldier. Yeah, okay. And, and I guess if you look at some of the earlier ones, you got like Psychomantis. Oh, yeah. Psychomantis. <laughs> I just watched that Donkey video. Like... <laughs> so did I. I don't know why. It popped up in my feed, though. That's exactly what I watched it. <laughs> Psychomantis. <laughs> um, that is weird. <laughs> Small world. We talked about Metal Gear on the podcast, didn't yes, we? Yes, I okay. think so. And you're playing through five right now, right? Uh, yeah, I was two weeks ago. <laughs> I haven't played it in a while. Yeah. Well, I guess I have played video games more recently than I thought, though. Hi, you liar. Give me ten push-ups. No. Yeah. <laughs> Want to make a slap bet? No. <laughs> um, uh, oh, this guy was kind of weird. Vlad Ivanov. Oh, yeah. That's Frank, Frank, Franco Elder. I mean, yeah. like... Like, for no particular reason, he was just, like, unkillable. Right. And he doesn't look like an unkillable guy. Like, I mean, if they wanted to do, like, this big Russian fuck who's, like, unkillable... Yeah, the guy who played the Russian in uh, Punisher with uh, yeah. Thomas Jane? Yes, that not guy. Thomas, not Thomas Jane. The the one with fucking yeah, John Yeah, Thomas Jane. That was John, Thomas Jane? Who the fuck was in Punisher Warzone? I don't fucking know. I never watched Punisher Warzone. Okay, so yeah, Thomas Jane. Yeah, that guy was a big Russian guy. Well, no, that's... No, not Thomas fucking oh, yeah. Jane, the other uh, guy. Kevin Nash is his name. He's a WWE wrestler. Yeah. He's also in John Wick. He plays the guard standing outside of the club that John Wick sneaks up on. And he's like, why don't you take the night off? He's like, all right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> only person, only person in that entire club he gave that offer to. Because he likes him. I guess. Have you lost weight? Almost 60 kilograms. <laughs> oh, see, like, I don't... It, I haven't watched the first one in a while. In fact, I watched two the most because John Wick 2 is my favorite of the three. I like one better than two. I like two better than one and three. I like three. Three was good. They're all good movies. Two's the best. Hmm. I've only seen two once. I saw two twice in theaters. I've seen, oh, I've seen the first one like maybe five times. I've seen the first one once, and that was oh. after it was out of theaters. I saw it after, when it was out of theaters, too, because I didn't think it looked like shit. And then my dad said, no, 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 it's a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, it is. My mom said, too. I was like, oh, shit. She's like, I don't like the beginning, but, you know, you'll get into it. Nobody does. <laughs> well, it was before I knew what it was. Uh, I still haven't seen three, actually. Three's good. Oh, I should have probably watched it on my flight. Yeah. Should have. You know what I did watch on my flight? What? The Man from Uncle. Okay. But it was a long flight. Okay. So I started watching 2001 A Space Odyssey because I was tired of waiting to watch it for the podcast. Have you seen it, by the way? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. And you know what? I fucking liked it. You watched the whole thing? I did watch the whole thing. Like, I agree, there are parts where it's, like, a little gratuitously slow. Yeah. I would take, literally for me, I would take everything from right after, like, the the apes find the monolith and, like, and he throws the bone up and it turns into the spaceship. I would take from that point to hell being, like, completely disconnected and, uh... David is on the ship by himself, completely alone. Give me that. 
It's great. I like. I loved all the stuff with Hal. All the shit afterwards was way too slow and boring. All the shit before was way too slow and boring. But like, I didn't think Hal, it was boring. I, I just thought it being as slow as it was hurt itself. I was still interested though, yeah. but like. Some of it went a little long, and I think it's because they were trying to, like... I mean, Stanley Kubrick was trying to showcase just how weird this would be to a pilot. It's like, yeah, but, I mean, you could have illustrated it in less than ten minutes. Oh, you mean the the acid trip at the end, where you sit there for 20 minutes and watch as, like, all manner of nonsense comes flying past the screen? Yeah. Like where it's, yeah, where it's, like, fucking trippy tie-dye and shit? Yeah. For no reason? It's not for no reason. Okay, you're right. It's not for no reason. Space and time is bending around him. I get that. <laughs> I do actually get that. But it didn't need to be that fucking long. Yeah, it didn't need to be as long as it was. You could have. You could put that on like four. We're talking four about 2001: A Space Odyssey right now. By the way, we yes. di- diverted from. I think we've set our piece Poseidon, on Snowpiercer. Snow Poseidon. Train, snow Wiener. Train Man. Yeah, Snow Wiener. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, it's just like you can put that on 4x speed. You get the fucking point. It's not like you're gonna miss a detail in there if you go to if you go flying past it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and I think um, that would help it. I think you can cut like 20 minutes out of the movie by just shortening that up a little bit. Yeah, but there were a lot of ideas in the movie that I thought were really cool. Like I hadn't seen um, like when the waiter is walking around the cabin and okay. the waitress, I mean, and she's got the food and she's like is in that circular part, and then mm. she's, like, slowly stepping, and then she walks upside down down the other tube. I was like, oh, fuck, that was kind of cool. It's I don't remember that shot, but it's been years since I've watched 2001. Oh. So, I mean, overall, I thought it was... it. Once again, it was a movie that was shit on so hard that it made it entertaining for me. So it's the exact opposite of when something gets overhyped for you, and it's like, well, that's Yeah, well, that's what happened with uh, fucking Friday the 13th also. Yeah, same so it but, had that effect for me. Yeah, I just I didn't care for two thousand one. Mm. So it was a good airplane movie, I guess. Actually, oh. not because occasionally those fucking sirens came on and scared the shit out of me, <laughs> like loud, and I had headphones on. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck? The plane's going down!" <laughs> don't don't say those things. Yeah, I did not say that on the plane. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but I had my head smashed into the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, excuse me. What was that? I don't know. Like a demon? Burp. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyways. By the way, did you get the space baby thing at the end? I mean, I saw the giant space baby, yeah. I mean, do you get, like, what he is, though? No. Okay, so... I was a little born conf- again in a new understanding. I get, I, like, I get that. Okay. I get what- well, I was a little confused at it. I was like... He just became a baby. And then I didn't know if he was, like, actually a baby in space or if they just showed Earth behind him and, like, he was, like, thinking about being on Earth as, like, a fetus again. Well, because I know... So I looked it up just to clarify. Yeah, the star child. He's uh, now reborn with a new level of consciousness. But at the same time, I don't know why they had to show him as a fetus. Especially considering at the beginning the apes didn't become fetuses when they touched the monolith. Well, yeah, I guess you have to go in stages. They weren't ready to become the star child. No, I get that. But why didn't they get, like, popped into, you know, fetuses? They just suddenly had the understanding to use tools. Mm-hmm. But he has to become a fetus to get his next level of understanding. 
you know what I also thought was kind of interesting? It also shows how, like, the human spirit will always be better than artificial intelligence. Like, maybe the movie kind of looks like an anti-artificial intelligence movie. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of shows how, like... Like, it almost seemed like he was saying, I mean, you can do artificial intelligence because it's never going to really wipe out humanity. Yeah. And then James Cameron, fucking 20 years later, is like, fuck that noise, and Chilton and made Terminator, so... Yeah. Or Ex Machina. I haven't seen it yet, so don't... Oh, you haven't seen that one? I have not seen Ex Machina. Ooh. I know, that's one. Um, Molly really wants us to watch the Jump Street movies, because I haven't seen either of them. 21 or 22? Both. Oh. Uh, I just mean, like, the yeah, those yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if there was, like, a Jump Street movie made a long time ago for the yeah, show or something. N- no, the, the ones with Jonah Hill and uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Have you seen This Is The End? No. Fucking hell, John. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen that one either. Okay. I just watched the trailer for Bad Boys for Life today. Haven't seen either of the other Bad Boys movies. I haven't seen those either. We should do those. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. We could just do all three then. We wouldn't be late to the show for Bad Boys for Life, though. I know, but we were late to the show for all of them up until this one, and then we can just say how we thought of them as a trilogy. I guess, or we could do those just before that one comes out as our special Bad Boys for Life episode where we talk about the Bad Boys series and then go see Bad Boys for Life. And, make and then do like a special episode. episode. Okay. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we'll figure it out. That's not till January, so. <laughs> um, oh, it comes out in January. January 17th. Hmm. I literally just watched the trailer not too long ago, so. Okay. Uh, ah. Man, we should do This is the End. That's a good movie. We should do This is the End. We gotta do the Jump Street movies. We gotta do Bad Boys. You should Boy watch movies. the Jump Street movies first. Okay. Wait, oh wait. Are you saying Molly wants us to do them? Yes. Or, oh, okay. I thought you meant she just wants you and her to watch them. Well, she wants us to do them, so she, we have an excuse to watch them at all. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, we could do both of those as one episode. Yeah. Like we did both uh, the first and the newest Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. We should have done Men in Black like that, too. Yeah. The best one's the first one on those. You don't really need to watch oh, really? the other ones. Yeah. They're fine, but Men in Black one's the best. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Um, basically, I want to do this podcast just to get some of my essential movie watching out of the way. I mean, that's That way I can have less conversations of, you haven't seen that? Oh, my God. And it's typically older movies, like from oh, yeah. the... 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Or not the 90s, more so the 80s, I think, actually. Ooh, voice crack. Actually. There you go. Say it like a man. I um, am a man. <laughs> holds up a razor. <laughs> what Which episode is that from? Oh, uh, that's Hibernation Week. That's right. Jesus. <laughs> we were talking about this at work the other week, and I'm just like, and it didn't come back up until just now. None of us could remember what fucking episode that was. <laughs> I... I'm a man. <laughs> Sandy, I can't play with you anymore. <laughs> She's already asleep. I can't take all the games. By the way, Pantera's featured in that episode. That I do know. Because <laughs> every time, like, uh, whenever I see anything that says, like, about Pantera afterwards, I always think of that episode. <laughs> I was really excited because uh, when I was a kid, I didn't know who, what Pantera was. So, like, I just saw that it says Pantera at the beginning of that episode. Yeah. And uh, then I hadn't thought about it for forever. 
and my dad showed me Pantera, but I hadn't made the connection yet. Okay. Until like five years later, I saw the episode again. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's what it, that's who it is. It was very exciting. Oh, it's a, it's always exciting when you finally figure shit out from when you were younger. <laughs> yeah. If I told you the story uh, about uh, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. No, I don't think so. So that song was huge when I was like in second grade. Uh-huh. It's like when it came out. <clears throat> yeah. And if you've heard the song, yep, you know it's not appropriate for second graders. Yeah. Um, but like, there was one kid I don't remember was like passing out fucking CDs with it burned onto it basically, <laughs> and my mom did not want us listening to that song at all. Uh-huh. I had no idea why, because at the time the only part like that I heard or paid attention or was aware of was where he's just like it wasn't me it wasn't and me and that's it that was my that your shaggy was infinitely closer to mine and neither <laughs> of ours was that close um but uh shaggy that was better <laughs> but um and i had no idea why and then the song kind of just disappeared you know nobody really talked about it anymore nobody, you know just gone at least from my consciousness and my circle right right and then i was in college it was my 19th birthday thereabout. I was hanging out with some friends. And we were like listening to songs from like the 90s and shit. That one. And that came on. And I finally was like listening to the lyrics. I'm like, oh, this is why I should be listening to that back then. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I mean, you as a kid didn't know what it meant. So what's the harm in listening to no, it? I, I get that. But that's just about the beat and the I mean, melody. To, to be fair, my mom was infinitely more responsible when it came to things like that. Or at least trying to be uh-huh. um me and nick had a duke nukem game yeah way too fucking young was it the side scrolling one no uh no it was duke manhattan or whatever no no it was duke nukem time to kill for the ps1 oh okay yeah and like that the hub boobs or something uh i don't even think it showed boobs but it was still like uh just like you know all this shit at like a strip club and all that stuff i'm like that's kind of not appropriate for children <laughs> Well, I mean, all of them are rated M, aren't they? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Nick loaned me the one you guys had for computer. Uh, Manhattan Project? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it Manhattan that, Project? The side-scrolling oh. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I played all that. I, I played through that one a lot. That one was... That one, I didn't think it was that hard. The last level fucking was. Oh, the fucking final boss? Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I didn't beat that part. Oh. See, I beat that game a couple times. Mm-hmm. Fucking hot shit. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, that game actually. That one was actually pretty fun. No, I ha- I have fucking liked it too. Just couldn't beat the end, <laughs> so I gave up. You know, what game's fucking trash. Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. yeah, because they took forever to make it. Am I right? I was dumb and pre-ordered it. <laughs> and yep. then I played through it, and then I almost played through it a second time on the hardest difficulty, just because I was trying to get all the achievements. Because the achievements were actually fairly easy to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stopped playing. And just sat there and just sat there and just sat there. And I finally sold it back to uh, GameStop for like $4. Nice. I paid 64 <laughs> <laughs> I made negative $56. Uh, yeah, let me tell you about how I just bought... I don't know if I said this on the podcast. Uh, I bought uh, fucking Final Fantasy XX2 for the Switch. Oh, it was yeah. the remastered. Bought it for $50. Uh-huh. Took it back three days later to return it. And they said... We'll give you 18. Fuck you, GameStop. You're a bunch of assholes. Did you, go back? Did you have your receipt? Yes. That's some bullshit. If I bought a game at Best Buy, then brought it back a week later, so I'm returning it, 
It wouldn't be a fucking problem. No. They said, well, technically it's not new anymore, and we can't confirm or deny whether or not you used that code. It's like, I fucking didn't. And they're okay. like... That one, okay, that I understand. That's got to be company policy, with at least with... Oh, was it... How does how does the Switch do games? It, it's got a cartridge, but... Okay. So, it's XX2, and so the cartridge covers X, and then the code was for X2. Okay. Or 10-2, whatever. Um... Because they're two separate games. Gotcha. But I was like, well, I, I fucking didn't. Is there some way you could check it? And they're like, no. And I was I like, mean, well, yeah, there then is no give me that way fucking to... code. So I took the code out of the box. I'm, like, I'm keeping this shit. You're fucking me out of $30. That's fair. Like, yeah. I mean, they can't say that you didn't use the code, which I get. As somebody who used to work customer service, if somebody buys a fucking gift card, A, you can't return it anyways. But, yeah. like, if they walk out the store with it and then come back... There's fucking nothing. We yeah, but take... I didn't buy the game knowing there was a code in there. Okay, I get that. I'm just telling you. I get why they couldn't take that part back. I guess. And they're like, the well, rest it's technically cool. not new anymore. I was like, yeah, I know. because I'm trying to return it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and okay. I get that, though. I get where you're coming from. I one time bought uh, Thief from GameStop for like five bucks because it was cheap. I played it for a little bit, and I'm like, this game fucking sucks. And I took it back, and they're just like, yeah, here's your five bucks back. I'm like, sweet, thanks. Really? Yeah. yeah that would have been nice. Yeah. But, but it was sure also one of like... Pre-owned. Yeah. I see it on sale once in a while on uh, PS uh, on the PSN, and I'm like, well, maybe I should pick it up again. And I'm like, nah. Nah. <laughs> oh, it's 99 cents? Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, and you know what? The only reason I went in there was because uh, I like just took some games I didn't want anymore and took them there. I was like, whatever. Get some <laughs> store credit. And so... I had $18 on a card to begin with, and I was like, well, I'll find a game I've been wanting to play for a while. And I saw those, I was like, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game, but I love Kingdom Hearts. I used to. <laughs> uh, so I'll get that. And so I was like, whatever, I'll come out of pocket 20 more, $25, $30 for that. It's mm-hmm. less. And then I returned it, and I fucking got $18 store credit again. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I'm back in the same fucking position. You can't get anything. You're not at the same position. You're out money. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm still stuck with money that I have to give to them. I don't oh, want to yeah. give them any more money. Well, that's fair. And that's why I bought Metal Gear Solid Five because it was ten bucks. And now I had I. And then I used that gift card to fucking break myself into my own apartment because I left my keys on the counter. Nice. Well, I was gonna say, you know, if you want, I'll I'll buy it off you. I think stuff. I threw it away. No, that's fair. At this point, I mean, you already <laughs> spent some of the money. I'm not gonna like. I wanted the full 18, not the... Well, there's like $10 left on it. Nah, it's gone. I don't care. <laughs> okay. But, uh... Yeah, so Snowpiercer. Yeah, um... It's an alright movie. I really like it. Hmm. I guess I didn't have as much to say about it as I thought I did. I probably did two weeks ago when I watched it and you hadn't, but... <laughs> Sorry. Snowpiercer. Book. Book series? Uh, that was the one on the Wikipedia article there. That's the comic. La Transparency. It's a French comic. Turned into a Korean movie? Turned into a Korean movie. Oh, uh, here. Which is... Oh, it's all black and white. Huh. Oh, but it's... They've got an English translation for it. Oh, Nice. See, like, that still looks very Frank Millery. 
Yes. Or uh, actually, no. it looks a little more yeah, like watch, Alan Moore. Yeah, I was gonna say that actually looks more like a, something like the coloration on that looks just like Doctor Manhattan. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought it's too. Exa- After oh, I it's at, almost like, the cross hatching of the shading of it. I was like, mm, no. In fact, that's like the exact color of fucking Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh... I also like the bit at the beginning when uh, they showed like the punishment for the guy where he fucking. Oh, froze his arm. Froze his arm off. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Snowpiercer 2, The Explorers. It's got a cool book cover. Yeah. See, like, it makes sense to me that it's based off a comic, because I really felt like, watching it, I was like, this would be a better comic book. (laughs) There you go. Speaking of comic books, and uh, I've kind of started watching The Boys. Oh, really? In that I've watched the first episode. And that was like a week or so ago after me and Molly finished up watching Good Omens. Hmm. Um, and I always like when you watch something that's based on a comic and you can tell, like even if it kind of loosely adapts it, you can always tell like the moments that are like, this was a comic, these were panels in the comic book. Right. Have you watched any of The Boys? No. I saw a couple clips of it when I went over to Jordan's house at one point, but I wasn't paying attention to it. That's fair. I think I think there's a part in the tra- I think this was in the trailer too, but there's a part where um, one of the the superheroes can go invisible, and like he's attacking like the the main character, and uh, fucking Carl Urban's character comes in and hits him with a car while he's invisible. Like he he's holding the TV so up over his head so he knows where he's at. Um, and he hits him with a car through, like, the storefront. Mm-hmm. And, like, it go, cuts to, like, an overhead shot. And you don't see anything moving, but, like, all of a sudden, like, these displays start getting knocked over and everything. It's a really fucking cool shot. Mm-hmm. Like, as this invisible guy is getting blasted through. You know, he just got hit by a car and he's flying through, like, fucking store shelves and stuff. Right. It was a really cool shot. And, I'm like, that had to have been picked right out of the <laughs> comic books for that. Well, I want to see that now. Hold on. I'm going to YouTube. Because it sounds neat. The Boys Invisible Man hit? Uh, the Boys... Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Translucent Man. Oh, don't do Death, because I haven't actually watched, like... Uh, the end. Uh, that first one there. Billy Butcher versus Translucent. That's the fucking shot, right there. <laughs> like, that's so fucking cool. Does he just always stay invisible? No, he can turn invisible... But only his skin can turn invisible, so he has to be naked to be completely invisible. Oh, like the guy from... Oh, that's not Bill Hader. Yeah, no. Like uh, the guy from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. But he couldn't change back and forth, but yeah. Yeah. Skinner. Exactly. You know, that's a movie at least I remember enjoying, but I know a lot of people hate on it now. Uh-huh. Including Alan Moore, and that's fair. He, he does, But he doesn't like any adaptation of any of his stuff. He didn't like The Watchmen? Nope. Really? Nope. He didn't like Watchmen. He didn't like V for Vendetta. He didn't like... Uh, I haven't seen Movie V for Vendetta. Vendetta. You haven't? Hmm. Well, shit. We're gonna... <laughs> Just a second, please. Are you writing that down? Oh, well, no. I've already got a date picked for it. Hopefully. Oh, do you? Oh, is there like... Oh, some good. Date it's a movie? Tuesday. We are going to record that on the 5th of November. Okay. Oh, it's just something about the 5th of November in that yeah. movie? Mm-hmm. Or book? Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, Guy Fawkes Day in in uh, England is the fifth of November. Don't they hate Guy Fawkes? Yeah, it's Guy Fawkes Day. They is that a day where they like hate on him? Basically, it's oh. like uh, they like 
it's I don't know if they have the day off, but like, and I don't know how if the tradition still goes on or anything like that. Um, but uh, uh, basically, like kids will go around and like ask a penny for the guys, and they they get get money, and then they basically build wicker effigies of Guy Fox and fucking torch them at the end of the day. Okay, it's like Avatar Day. Sure. In the Last Airbender. See, I never watched the Last Airbender. Oh. Both the movie or the show. Don't watch the movie. The show's great. That's They're making a uh, fucking live action series on Netflix. Nice. It's supposed to come Do out in the summer of 2020. We'll see. I don't think it will. We haven't even gotten any kind of trailer or anything from it. Someone well, leaked some stills. This is literally the first I've ever even heard of it, so. Oh, okay. But um, And they're saying it's going to be out in the summer of 2020. Oh. And there's nothing to show for it yet. So. Yeah, well, that's still doable, though. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. They're not even finished casting yet, though. Well, they work. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I know, man. Again, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, so. I know, I'm just saying, but have you ever heard of a show having that fast of a turnaround? I mean, They're not even done casting. Isn't Lord of the Rings supposed to be coming out next year? Yeah, but I've been hearing about that for years now. Yeah, but they, I just saw that they added somebody else to the cast, so they're still casting that, too. Mm. So, but, uh, yeah, View for Vendetta, we are going to watch first week of November. Okay. Uh, what? Um, ah, here we go. Yeah, that's where the that's where that mask is from. Why? Well, that's this isn't where the mask is from. But no, they I use the V for Vendetta mask in this. I just wanted to show you this music video. is fucking old. Holy shit, it's 418 million views. Uh. Yep, okay. Alright, neat. I saw that when I first started drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Not in 2012, that's when it came out, but it had been out for a while. Yeah. If you're listening, Mom. Uh, 2012 is when I became old enough to drink. Oh, really? Yeah. I was 17. Yeah. Delinquent. I, w- I wasn't drinking when I was 17. I was wrestling. Um, I was a high school wrestler. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, we were talking about V for Vendetta. That's yeah, why so, I thought of this. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to have to watch that since you haven't, yeah. Well, I could keep going. No, I'm kidding. No, that's all right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so November 5th, we could do that. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to do for next week? One of the Jump Street movies we could do, or both. Um, oh, shit. Speaking of, i got to watch fucking Space Jam. <laughs> Why? Because uh, we're going to go see... Uh, oh, that's right. How did this, how did this get, get made? made? They're doing Space Jam. So Have you seen Space Jam? Fuck yeah, I've seen Space Jam. Okay, I didn't know. I fucking love Space Jam. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> love that movie. That movie's awesome. Yeah, it is. And Billy West does a good job at the Looney Tunes voices. Hmm? It was funny. When I was a kid, I didn't like notice any difference between that Bugs Bunny and actual Looney Tunes Bugs Bunny. But now when you listen to it, it, it you can really hear him in it. Yeah. But it's still good. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Space Jam. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed Michael Jordan didn't win all the uh, the Oscars for that moment. <laughs> and his stretchy ass arm. Yeah. <sighs> Good movie. Yep. Good movie. Space Jam. Uh, it really paved the way for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'll tell you that. Uh, but uh, I can't uh, wait for Space Jam too with uh, LeBron. Uh, I think it was yeah, I think it was LeBron. Yeah. I could probably wait on that one. <laughs> I can't. Need more space jam. No, I don't, I Come don't, on, I don't care about LeBron. Welcome to the jam. Quote again, the jam. That was also the first time I heard the Pulp Fiction music, too. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that because it had been a long time that I watched that movie again. Not recently. This was probably still like five years ago mm-hmm. now. Oh, and that had been the first time in a long time. I had seen Pulp Fiction several times by that point. Right. And then I'm like, oh shit, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That'd be a good movie to rewatch just to pick up on all the references. I don't think I've watched it in a few years. Yeah. But yeah, that one I had on a, a VHS tape. And that'd be definitely a watch all the way through. Oh, yeah. Rewind it back to the front. Watch it again. Why didn't we put Space Jam on our perfect movies list? <laughs> that is a perfect movie. Well, we can do more perfect movies yeah. lists in the future. There we go. Because, uh, what movie did I see recently? I was like, that should have been on there. Um. Oh. I think it was a Studio Ghibli movie for me. I think it was Kiki's Delivery Service. Gotcha. Because that, think... that's one I've been watching since I was a little, little kid. Yeah. That's a good fucking movie. I've never seen it. That'd be a good, that'd be a... A good uh, step into Studio Ghibli. I've seen Spirited Away. I'm saying for the podcast, okay, uh, since we have so many Studio Ghibli's to do. We do have a and lot. And you've only seen Spirited Away. I would need to watch that again anyways. But at this point, basically, you might as well just call it a new movie for me. That was the first one I saw after what? After Kiki's Delivery Service. Hmm. That was the first movie I saw going into it like, oh, this is Studio Ghibli. And then when I watched it, I was like, this looks like Kiki's Delivery Service. And then I found out that the movie I'd been watching since I was two was a fucking Studio Ghibli movie. Well, there you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll watch that. We'll we need to start blocking those out because I know when we could have our first four person podcast. Yeah, we'll need to get another mic. Yeah. Shit. Well, we'll worry about that later. Yeah. Next week, what are we doing? Uh, do you want to do the Jump Street movies? Yeah, let's do it's Jump Street enough. movies. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We'll do those. Okay. Cool. The first one I like better than the second one. The second one's still good, but the first one's really good. Gotcha. And also, when you watch that, you'll definitely, like, uh, 
you'll get like the Lord and Miller vibes from like Lego Movie and uh, Spider Verse and stuff. Yeah, caught it with a chance of meatballs. Not so much that one. I never saw that one. It's good. Or the sequel. Sequel's not as good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to say? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Snowpiercer, six out of ten for me, John. If we're being honest, I'd probably give it a seven and a half, but I love this movie. Okay. I, I love Snowpiercer. Is it perfect? No, but I love it. Once again, I, I like the the base idea for it, but I like my idea for how it could have been. That would have been a very interesting change. Yeah. And not even like the character didn't realize he was fighting on the wrong side. Just like have him be like, yeah, I fucking The know. audience didn't know until the end. Right. That That'd be been, neat. That would have been a twist. John, that's the next movie we write. Yeah, let's get this first one done first. <laughs> so. Um, so wait. Uh, okay, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, I'll we'll ask do you with afterwards. that later. All right. Um, so uh, e, uh, 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 Twitter, Jake underscore Lavoie. Same thing on Instagram. John Rosendoom2 on Twitter. Rosendoom1 on Instagram. Mm. The podcast is at LTTS Podcast on Twitter. Late to the podcast on Instagram. And go to at Roleplay Film for no information because we're bad at that. Yeah, we're real bad about that one. <laughs> uh, uh, just know we're working on it. Yes. And apparently getting more context than getting, I thought because yeah, I don't get emails on my fucking phone. Yeah, you got to fix that. But that's a, that's a you problem. Thank you. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So stay tuned for Jump Street next week. Don't be late. Deuces. Boy. Ooh.